0: Ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson.
1: Well, hello and welcome to our show today, Hypnosis Everywhere. And I'm Inez Simpson and I have my sidekick, Martin Gover here with me. Say hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. And we have our great guest today, and his name is Dan Cleary. Now, the show today is titled, what is it titled? Breaking Through the Pain Barrier. Breaking Through the Pain pain Barrier. But you know what? Uh, Never mind. Doesn't matter. What happens is we had another show called that. So there's this one got called the same thing, and it's not right. So anyway, doesn't matter. We are going to be talking about pain in a different way from a different point of view today. Dan shaking his head. He's not going to be talking about. You're not going to be talking about that, Don? Dan, you are so. Anyway, we're just going to welcome Dan and he's just going to tell us what he's going to talk about and tell us about himself right now. Thanks, Dan. Come on.
2: <laughs> yes, well, it is definitely not whatever the title was, uh, breaking the pain barrier. No. Um, I I don't I I saw that and I thought, well, just keep your mouth
1: closed. No, 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 no. We don't want you to. This is we want a little controversy. We want a little bit of stuff. Go, go ahead. I want you to first tell people about how you came to hypnosis and a little bit about your belief system around hypnosis and how you look at it, because that's what I'm wanting. Not, not me. No, by you either. really don't want my
2: belief system.
1: <laughs> well, okay, let's just get going though, because we only don't have. We only got about.
2: We only don't have.
1: We only don't have a lot of time. What kind of <laughs> languaging was that?
2: We, we only don't have just a second. We, <laughs> we have plenty of seconds. Uh, yeah, so I, I got into hypnosis uh, as a down-the-road uh, after effect of a motorcycle wreck that uh, caused total, uh, partial paralysis. And it's my injury is called brachial plexus avulsion which is very painful uh my right arm and part of my face and part of my right side are paralyzed Um, a lot of pain 24 7 people say how can you be in pain if you're paralyzed well you know all i know is the experience uh for five years i did not sleep in the conventional sense. i would be up for 36 48 hours at a time uh i would uh collapse for three or four hours and wake up in tears um i eventually went to a hypnotist uh, even though my hmo had told me literally that it was voodoo and they would not cover it Um, and i got there and whatever took place in the first session I was absolutely convinced that hypnosis did not work, but it reminded me of my uh, meditation days. And so I worked on it myself and within a week I was sleeping six to eight hours a night. Um, And I kept developing my own skills with that. Mind-body connection, the, the in fairness, the hypnotist that I went to was a also a psychiatrist. And he took me down a long set of steps mm-hmm. into a cave and I like sunshine and sailboats. <laughs> and he's going 20, 19 and I'm like at the bottom of the steps waiting for him. Da-da-da. So you know, this is where technique and uh, scripting uh, really has to be adapted to the individual. Uh, I think scripts are great. You go home and read them in your spare time. And then when you're <laughs> speaking with people, uh, you will find, I mean, scripts are, are really good because they're this format. Uh, and they help you to improve your your language skills. Um, but when you speak or listen with your uh with the people that you're working with, they will tell you how they construct their reality. Yeah. And it's, and that's where scripts come from. So for me, it's listening to the client and using what they've got because they already know that trance. Yeah. And in most cases, the trance they're working is working really well, but it's the wrong script.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they've got, <laughs> The, the, the core was mistaken. You know, I can't uh, instead of I can't. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, at, at any rate, so I, I, I was uh, playing with this myself and getting more relief from that in a couple of days than I had gotten in five years of mainstream medical attention. I stopped taking all my uh, uh, the painkillers and cut back on my alcohol use, uh, and started participating in life again. Um, as I was going on, I was one of the things. I, my right arm is paralyzed. I'm. <clears throat> I had been a carpenter. And so my career was kind of, uh, shelves. And in order to learn to be left-handed, I did what anybody, just the most sensible thing. I went out and bought a sailboat that needed to be rebuilt <laughs> and I rebuilt it left-handed <laughs> <laughs> and, and once it was rebuilt, I had to take it somewhere and I was living in Virginia at the time. And so I ended up in the Caribbean and working in boatyards and, different places around the uh, Caribbean and South Florida and I was in South Florida and uh, having my boat hauled out to do some work on it and the guy who was running the travel lift uh, a travel lift is this big ginormous thing that it's it lifts up a boat my boat was 34 feet so it's and it lifts up the boat out of the water and you drive it across land and park it and set the boat up and the guy who was driving it was telling me before he started to work on my boat how bad his back was that he had hurt his back you know construction sites and places you know boat yards people over strain themselves on a daily basis so I sat up on top of the diesel engine of this big thing while he's driving it. And I was talking to him about how to lift my boat with care. And I was really just telling him stories about straightening his own spine and feeling better and how he could do it effortlessly. And by the time he parked the boat, he said, you know, my back is better. I I feel, you know, that's hypnosis. I said, no, no, there were no steps involved. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and he said, you know, as, as I denied it. That's not hypnosis. Hypnosis is walking down 20 steps into a dark cave. Uh, no, no, no. that, And you should get paid for it. And I said, oh. <laughs> and within a week, somebody came by and told me that there was a hypnosis course starting. So I went and took the course. Mm-hmm. That's... And that's how I got into it. Um, anyway, the, you've
1: got another whole minute to finish off this talk before we have to go to break.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> there's, there's not really much to say except that most people misunderstand pain.
1: And uh, I, think, I think that's um, – I'm just going to just – I'm going to say one thing here from, I, I've always thought that you walk the walk and talk the talk. And part of it is because you are who you are with, with the discomfort that you have in your body and uh, everything about it. What you do is astounding to most people. And that's what I really want to get across to the audiences, how astounding you are. And they oh, could wow. be just as astounding.
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and during seconds. the break, I'll, I'll I'll look up the word. As, uh, uh, how do you spell?
1: It? <laughs> Astounding, yes. Okay, so well, we're just going to go to break here, and we're going to uh, come right back after break, and we'll get into how you look at hypnosis and how you work with people with pain. Thanks. Okay. See you on the other side.
2: Okay.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government-approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America. And I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring third thing the simpson protocol i'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially simpson protocol which i teach around the world and you can find out all about that at
3: simpsonprotocol.com talk soon become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: To hypnosis everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, welcome back uh, to Hypnosis Everywhere with uh, NS Simpson and my guest, Dan Cleary, and my sidekick, Martin Gover. So uh, what I really want to talk to you about now is that I'm traveling around Germany. And luckily for me, Dan is in Germany, too. Not that it would make much difference, but the time frames are the same. So um, I'm in my house here where uh, my my trainer from that teaches Simpson Protocol lives, and I'm here by myself, but we do have a little dog. So if you hear a little bark, just say that's just the audience, and it's just fine.
3: Deutschparking.
1: Yeah, Deutsch and it'll barking. be in German. So anyway, back to Dan. And I, Dan, I'd like you to just keep going. You were really uh, um, talking about how you came to hypnosis now. Maybe I'd like you to now move on on how you look at it and how you help people. You know, the first thing you say to a client, maybe start with that.
2: Wow, I, I don't know what I first say to a client. Who wrote
1: I, it to The 10% solution, the first thing I say to a client. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: I, do I really say that? What if I? Well, what?
1: <laughs> Don't know. I'd say it made sense. I, to I, I generally
2: ask them what, what the hell they came to see me about. Yes, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's usually the first thing.
2: Yeah, anyway, what, but, when you get into it. Did we have an appointment? Where are you? <laughs> 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 um. Even before ten percent is and I found being in Germany for this past while here, and learning slowly, learning German, i'm I'm finding even more interesting that uh, language, which has always been one of my favorite things to play with, uh, doesn't always translate. And there are things that you can say in English that you cannot say in German, and I'm probably I'm fairly certain that there must be things in German that you can't say in English. Um, but the, the key that I'm looking for is that I'm not looking to manage pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I am looking to find relief and ways of, of accessing relief. Uh, managing pain is work. Uh, People who live with a chronic condition um, have enough work on their table as it is, Uh, just maintaining. Uh, A friend of mine was asking me when they saw the announcement of this program to talk about my experience and how, uh, because they have taken... uh, several classes with me and I, I've known them socially at like you at the conferences. And they said, you know, we, we didn't know for years that you're still experiencing painful situations um, because you don't express it. And this is the difference between relief and management. I'm not, I, I, I'm lazy. And when I'm working with my clients, I, I want to be lazy with them as well. Um, I would rather, you know, we were talking about the mindset and all that. Um, I would rather work with their story than try and teach them mine. Um, how we work, uh, people who live with a chronic condition uh, develop what I call chronic identity. Uh, And chronic identity is the same as any other identity, except you've got this extra little chunk of stuff that travels along and interferes with your life on some level. Um, When you have 24-7 painful signals in your body um, that are no longer giving you new information, Mm -hmm. uh, then they are interfering and when we learn to put them aside uh, so that they don't interfere, I don't know uh, you know, if your listeners, which of them have children or grandchildren or anything like that, but if you can imagine uh, children when they're very young and they're in the next room and they're it's Saturday or Sunday morning and they're jumping up and down on the couch and they're playing the TV full volume. Da 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 da, da, da. And, and you, know, <laughs> you know, and they're screaming and yelling and having fun. Mom and dad are sitting in the kitchen, having a cup of coffee, reading the paper, thinking what a nice quiet morning it is. This is parental deafness. If something happens with one of the kids where they need attention, there's a button somewhere in the, in the parental mind that goes, oh, that's different. That, that needs my attention and zip. Uh, when we consider the, the signals that are uh, painful signals in our life as though they were children in the next room, we can hear the noise, we can hear the distractions, but they don't interfere with our life. When we, if there's a new signal that you need to pay attention to, you will be aware of it. But the rest of the time, you can go ahead with your life. Um, This is a part of developing this uh, this skill, or just finding the skill in your life, because it's all you know. For anyone who's had children, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I I've never had children. I I, I've had a couple of uh, uh, kids that I call my not children who I was very close to their to their family or that kind of thing, and nieces and nephews and stuff. Um, when we learn about parental deafness and apply it in, in a different area of our life, we're using skills. And my job as a hypnotist is to find the skills that they have that can be used in new ways rather than trying to teach them a whole new concept. Um so we step away from the helplessness of this noise, this constant noise, I can't concentrate with, that, with all this noise going on, this, these signals, and say, you know how to ignore children, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there, there's, you mentioned the 10% solution. And one of my favorite things with clients is, they'll come in and they begin to tell me their story And I I don't really want to know a lot of the detail. I want to know the framework. I want to understand the general thing, but I don't need a lot of the detail. And I say, well, you know, would it be a good thing in your life if I could guarantee you 100% relief today in this office right here, right now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's probably not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, and think about it I, I, I don't know if you've had any chronic conditions or, or know people who I know. I'm sure you've, you've known people with them for years they've been going to doctors and therapists and they are given a pill or a therapy or a, an approach and said come back and see me in two weeks and they come back and they say are you still in pain Well, yeah, but, and the question isn't, are you feeling better? It's, are you in pain? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and they may be overlooking 50 or 60% improvement. Um, And so I say, you know, if I can guarantee you 100%, would that be a good thing? Yeah, 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 Eh, It's probably not going to happen. I've seen it happen, but, you know, it's been two years, two to six years by the time most people come to see me from the onset of their situation because frankly hypnotists are not in the leading edge of well I I should go see a hypnotist Uh, usually it's I I have a lot of pain I'm going to go see a doctor Um, so when they come and and they've been through all these other therapies and I say well probably not going to happen how about 50% would that be a relief yeah I said what could you do if you had 50% relief today that you don't feel like you could do before you came in? Well, I'd I'd be able to sit up at dinner for an hour, hour and a half, or I'd be able to go to a restaurant and have dinner out where it's gonna be a couple of hours and sit around with my friends. And okay, how about 25%, what can you do then? And they said, well, you know, I'd really like to get more. I said, well, just, you know, go with me. And at 25 or 15 or 25%, when they say, you know, I could play with my children or my grandchildren, I, I could I could work in my garden, because that always makes me feel better. But I have difficulty bending over I, or my hands hurt. I say, okay, so when, when we have that, what I'm doing is reframing their, their expectation when they were looking for relief in the past, or they were looking for not having pain, they could have gotten 50% relief, but the question was, are you still in pain? The answer is yes. If, you, if the question had been, you know, what comforts do you have now that you didn't have before? Or how do you, you know, tell me about your level of comfort rather than your level of pain then they could respond and go, you know, actually, I feel a little better. When we reframe this, then we've changed the expectation. Now, can you imagine, middle of the night, you get up, got to go to the bathroom, and you're kind of going along in the dark and shuffling along and stub your toe, and you're jumping up and down, screaming silently so you don't wake the rest of the house you imagine this? I mean, think about this, how this would be. In you. What else is going on in your body? That's a question.
1: Oh, you're asking me what else is no, going
2: I'm, on. No, I'm, I'm asking. I think we question. should ask
1: Martin. What else is going on no, in your body? A hmm? a question. So he's Everything supposed to can- answer. What else do you notice in your body when you stub your toe? Am I peeing down, down no. my leg or no? <laughs> no. No, he's stubbing <laughs> his toe. You're your level of
3: urgency. Yes.
1: <laughs> and the pain, usually it's, Not, uh, it's how you pay attention to the toe stubbing.
3: That's all I notice
0: is the pain in my toe. That's
1: all he notices would be the pain in his toe. It,
0: I I
2: bet you a nickel mm-hmm, that your hands get real tight, your shoulders get real right. tight. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. And especially since you're trying to not wake up the whole house, <laughs> all those all those other Let's keep it referred muscle tensions are not part of the of the problem. Right. And if you forget and keep reacting as though the toe, stub toe were because a chronic signal is like a stub toe, only it keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. When you tighten up the rest of your body. And forget that the only thing the only thing is the toe, and the ottoman is probably not going to attack again. No, you know. And so we learn to relax the rest of our body so that we are responding to what is going on instead of reacting to an event that took place before. Yeah. In my so, case, I have, I have torn nerves. Yes. And so both sides of the of the tear are working fine. And they are screaming at me because they can't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other way, sci- more scientific ways to say yeah, that, but right. that's basically the situation. When we learn to change the the uh, the experience from just the toe, just that signal, it's not a threat to the rest of our body. We come out of fight or flight. Yeah. And when when we when I speak with somebody about the ten percent solution and get them down to a point where they can go twenty five percent relief would I could do this and this and this or, then I say okay for for now forget about all that I'm curious to play with your imagination
1: Dan can I stop you there because we you, need to go to break. <laughs> And when you come back, I want you to continue that, please. Okay,
2: before before you go to break, yes. real quick, yes. while you're on break, while everybody out there is on break, <laughs> imagine what you might do when you feel better
1: now. Thank you. And off we go to break. Thanks.
3: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government-approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page Second, mentoring I love to work with hypnotists new or who've been in the field for some time and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be you can find out everything at inezsimpsoncom forward slash mentoring Third thing The Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at
3: SimpsonProtocol.com. Talk soon.
0: To hypnosis everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's INES, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. So it is. Welcome awesome.
1: back, and to hypnosis everywhere. We're going to get right back to Dan because we need to get keep going. No laughing now, Dan. Just keep going, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I I I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Well, I mean, you—you you telling me the secret to life there on the break. I mean, that just solved everything for me, and I—I'm—I'm I'm so happy to know all, all those details now. And it's <laughs> the world is a better place. Um, too bad it didn't go out over the
3: air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, uh troublemaker and just as much as my sidekick is between the two of you it's just, it's it's not easy to keep control here not that i need it who needs
2: control it? <laughs> the idea it's a of the
1: illusion right we know that that's a whole other <laughs> subject let's go back to where you were <laughs> well
2: in a way it ties in because yeah. the control is recognizing the difference between what you feel and how you feel about what you feel which is kind of where we left off with the uh, analogy of the toe scubbing and chronic identity and the 10% solution. When we begin to recognize the difference between the signals that we experience, and I use signals, not pain,
1: mm-hmm.
2: pain the word pain hurts. Ow! Yeah, it's it's supposed to, it's a very descriptive word. It's a great word. And it's got a lot of associations and all of them are wonderful because pain is a good signal to say, take your hand out of the fire. (laughs) Not so good if your hand is not in the fire and it's still saying the same message, uh, which is going on in my situation. (coughs) Excuse me. So when. When I'm speaking with people and I talk to them about the ten percent solution, I say, you know, okay. So it, it, when I get to the level that they can recognize an improvement in their life uh, at ten to twenty-five percent, somewhere in there, that they would be able to play with their grandchildren or or go out to dinner or sit through a movie or do their gardening or the things that they enjoy in life. Once they once they go, oh yeah, okay, I can see that. I said, okay, well, forget about that for a minute. First I wanna play, you know, uh, play with your imagination. And uh, if they, uh, my favorite thing for a resource is finding things in their life that they love. And the overall 100% best one I've ever found is grandchildren. Now, you. I had a. I, I was teaching a, a group of doctors years ago, and this one doctor was very right, right there on everything I said. And I, and I was talking about, you know, when you speak to people about their grandchildren, they're almost without fail, their eyes light up because you can have issues with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> But when you have grandchildren, they, they they can do no wrong. I mean, that's unconditional love. So when I say, you know, do you have children or grandchildren? Oh, yeah, I've got a little Tommy. He's, he's you know, four years old. Oh, grandchildren are great, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And how old? Oh, yeah. And they tell me that. And I, what color is his hair? And what I'm doing is asking the details and helping them to get into their into the experience of their grandchildren, I said, you know, if you if it's easier for you to remember all those little things about that about your grandchild, with your eyes closed or open, it doesn't matter. And they go in and they show me their resource, and then I I will help them to anchor how it feels to to feel that unconditional love. And three, two, one, or some other signal, or whatever they make up. And then I'll ask them to come back to full alertness here in the room and say, by the way, you remember that thing you came in about? And they said, yeah. What's that? How has that changed? I said, well, I feel better. So we don't actually need to. Once we get the difference between what they feel, the signal, and how they feel about it. Separate the uh, the toe stub analogy, the the referred pains from the actual signals that are uh, that are chronic in their life. Uh, then then bring them into a an experience that they express that they really love i mean i live in florida most of the time and there i get a lot of people that are into outdoor sports because well you can go outdoors without dying most of the year (laughs) (laughs) um and and so for some it'll be scuba diving or sailing or whatever it is but when i'm working with People that have grandchildren, it's guaranteed to be successful. Um, We've changed the way they look at their situation. When they do this, we get at least 35 to 50 or 60% relief in the first session. And because I knocked it down with the 10% solution, instead of expecting 100% relief, and wondering whether, oh, this didn't work, I still hurt. They say, my goodness, I feel better than I've felt in years. Mm-hmm. I had a woman break down and begin crying. I thought she was going into an ab reaction. And, and I was like, oh God, here we go again. is drama. And she says, no, no, <laughs> I, it's been five years and, and I, I've never felt this comfortable. And it's just stunning how, how effective this can be. So I don't know where we are.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. And I, I really think that's great. So even um, what you've told us to the general population, it gives them some idea on how to shift their way of thinking a little, right? Even in general, without going, we obviously would love them to go see you or someone else that it does work with this kind of work. But even the fact that all they do is start to shift their thinking, you've managed to do that for them already today, right? They they were just sitting there pretending to be your client, and you just got them to do what you wanted them to do.
2: Yeah, and and the people listening that have dealt with chronic uh, issues in their life can – Take a moment and hmm, think about or notice the way they feel. Yeah. And, you know, they don't need, you said, you know, people come see me. I, I can work on a telephone. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's helping them to step out of the habit communication that has been limiting them in the past. Uh, many of uh, the therapists that claim to work with help, with pain management talk about well, all pain is emotional, and if you you know, and, and to me that's that's putting a lot of blame on people for being in pain. Uh, all all experience has emotional aspects,
1: yeah,
2: but it doesn't mean that the cause is emotional. Yeah, I have nerve, I, I have there. physical nerve damage. I I. <laughs> I did a swan dive over the handlebars of a motorcycle at 30 or 40 miles an hour, and tore nerves out of my spine. This is not, you know. Somebody asked me at a conference once, "Oh, I'll take, I'll take you back to a past life and we can do regression to cause." And I said, "The cause was hitting the pavement at 30 miles an hour with my arms."
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, You know,
1: those sort of things that are caused by that, definitely the emotional content comes after, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: so I, I think that when we're working with people, when you're living your life, when you're taking a moment, keep in mind that when I say this is easy, I actually, when I this is simple. Simple doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. No. And when you, there is no approach so simple that it cannot be complicated by an expert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how much time have we got, Martin?
2: You can ask the engineer.
1: Engineer, how much time have we got? To
2: the end of the show.
1: To the end of the show.
2: Uh, that's 300 years? Yeah. That's wow. Awesome. Just keep
1: talking. Uh, ten, what? 10 minutes? Really? Oh, my goodness.
2: Oh, fantastic. That's great. Um,
1: <laughs> okay. So. Going, um,
2: on, going more on the emotional content. Um, mm-hmm. The way that we experience, you know, when I, you, you mentioned when I was talking about stubbing your toe, how. You you start self recrimination and and all this, and then you get some expert that comes along and says, "Well, you should know better than walk in the dark." You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, I, I know the laws on murder in this state, so you're safe for the moment. <laughs> but don't push it. Yeah. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. The
2: I I find that. Uh, when people talk about the only thing that that you need to do is is release it into the past, basically, don't understand. Um, there's there's a lot more to it because I mean there are there are aches and pains and and chronic conditions that are solely instigated by emotional content. Um, mm. But to assume that all chronic conditions are therefore emotional no. is a mistake. Um, you have a question, I can hear it.
1: No, no, words. I was just going to say it's true. Uh, I know that many things from when I work with people is caused by emotional contact, but the kind of things that are caused by a, tra- a traumatic accident or something like that starting, oh, different-
2: can't use the word accident. <laughs> No! No! No!
1: No! 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 I,
2: I have been scolded. Uh, I have changed my my language. This is going to language. Oh, and that's another topic I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. In the past, I would say I, in 1978 I had a motorcycle accident. People say, "Oh, there's now there are no accidents. Everything's." Here. And it's like, uh huh. Okay. In 1978, I had a motorcycle wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and if you come after me about my language for accident, you're going to have an accident. And it won't be an accident. (laughs) Um, Language.
1: Okay, let's talk about language because we probably don't have that much more time. Yeah, we got about eight minutes left, or something.
2: Well, let's figure out how much. Let's spend two or three minutes figuring out how much time we have. Um, One of the things that I found, uh, especially lately, uh, but I I have always stressed the use of language. I think back when we first met, one of my courses, and it may have been—I think you—the first class that you took of mine was changing pain. Yeah. And I had another class around that time, uh, the language of success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know how to spell NLP, so I, <laughs> I, I I have taken classes in it. And the first time I took one, the instructor asked me where I had taken my previous NLP training and I said I didn't know what it was. I just walked into the room. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Language is a very powerful tool, Um, and the thing I find interesting of late is that I'm changing my view on it. it. It's still a powerful tool, but I was overlooking the most powerful way to use language, and that is that it changes my language can't change you. If I use my really clever, all my NLP, all my omangaya tricks, <laughs> they they fly right past you. I, I, had, a, I had a client come. I, I was out in the street and walking around doing something, shopping or something. And I ran into this person that had been a client six months or a, a year before. And he, the person came up to me and said, wow, man. You know that session, you—you, you, it was just so good, and it, seen you, seeing you changed my life forever. And I'm thinking, oh wow, I am really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and think, oh, and I remember what I remember that session because this one's a real dogger. I said, oh, you mean when I said no? I, you know, I never did figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> But as I was leaving, you told me about this restaurant up the street that, that you were suggesting because I asked you where I could get something to eat. I went in and I met my, my fiance, mm-hmm. And that's how it changed my life. So what we say is very, it's very cool and very important and can go right past the client. What it does, guaranteed, is it changes the practitioner. Mm-hmm. When I use my language, part of my training is what I call wax-on, wax-off training, which is speaking using my skills in daily life. Mm-hmm. And you've seen me do this—you've seen me in classes and stuff, and and in bars at the conventions, and getting trance when somebody's you know just sitting there. Um, what language does is it changes me. And when it tunes me into being more aware and more connected to you, then it creates, it enhances our relationship. Sorry. Um, and as a famous person once said, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I have to say then that's probably all the time we have too. So we got, uh, I only got about three or four minutes left to close and coming next week because we sort of went out, we got them to keep a breakout so we could finish that. That's great. And I really thank you. And I actually don't want you to go away because I want to finish the Facebook Live thing with you a little bit. But I also really thank you, because I, like you said, I've seen you. And I think, you know, when we talk about NLP, that language, but you are Mr. Language, because NLP or not, whatever it is, you live the talk, you walk the walk. And I love you. And I'm glad that you came on. And uh, I maybe like you to come on again sometime. So I'm now just going to ask uh, everybody just to know that I love this man, and we're going to go now. I only have a few minutes, so what are we going to do here? In the next few minutes, I want to know first that next week, I'll tell you what was coming next week first in case I run out of time. We have Nick Ebden coming on, and he's from the U.K., and he runs the U.K. convention. What I like about Nick Ebden is that he brings people together in all styles of hypnosis and gets them to get along. (laughs) Which is a major thing, because you know that this show has always been about that hypnosis everywhere, and I consider hypnosis everything, and I talk to you about why you do hypnosis every day by yourself, and all those things. But ultimately, it's for the whole for you to find the right kind of hypnotist that you like, that works with you, that makes each person. Um, different styles of hypnotists are work much better for different styles of people. And there's no such thing as the only way and the right way, because they're all right. So, except mine. Except yours, wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, yours is better, I think. So, I think mine is better, but it's only better for me. Do you understand? It's better for me because it's my style. Dan's better because it's better for him. So, I want you to understand, as a as a listener, that I am promoting hypnosis, not just my hypnosis or dance hypnosis, but everyone's. And that's what Nick's doing. So next week we get to talk to Nick Ebden, and then he runs the UK convention, and we'll have an interesting time with that. So now I think I have um, maybe two minutes left. What do we want to put in here, Martin? Give me your <laughs> your sidekick version of what we do now. Well, I just want to, to finalize on the uh, – we did this, this – program from, from Dan on on, diff, on different pain. And then we did one with Steve, uh, and Blake. Blake. And again, it's a different viewpoint actually it's very similar. It's but, quite similar. Coming at
3: it from different They're viewpoints.
1: Different, different viewpoints. But which they have is what, similar ideas talking about the signals.
3: Yeah. And we're gonna talk a lot more about that next week with Nick. So you yes. can now wrap
1: it all up. We can all start drinking and it's <laughs> gonna be great. Well, we'll start drinking our sparkling water, and that'll be great. Anyway, so if you have any questions, please. Oh, there's one more thing I was going to tell you. Uh, Our self-hypnosis site, our free self-hypnosis site, Martin is getting me to make a new updated uh, video for that so we can give you some more information because lots of you are are signing up to it and using it, and that makes me really happy. So go in and get as much as you can, and I'll say Good night for now, and we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.